What's good, everyone? It's your Kings Kazoo and Cole. And welcome to Tea Time Podcast. That shit was smooth as butter, baby. What? Professional. professional. Yo, that was really good. We're getting good at this shit. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel like we've made a lot, we've made a lot of progress. Before it was a bit sounded terrible. Yeah. Like if you've listened, if you've been here from the beginning and you've listened to like the early stages, obviously we were having banter and we were laughing and stuff like that. But yeah, Mm. it would take us three four times before we last quite... t- the first time i think it took us at least 20 times to get there yeah like a no long shit. long time like a no long shit time. it was like oh my days how it, it's so simple but <laughs> yeah we were fucking it up but do you know why we were fucking it up we were fucking it up because we were saying it together yeah and i think that's difficult. why it was difficult to be at the same speed so then when it came for like saying half and then you saying the other half it was like okay this is better yeah. But that was still an issue because Cole was doing really long pauses in the beginning. Well, I feel like the pause was natural. Do you know what I mean? Like I was in the beginning, it was showing people there was a comma in between that. I didn't, uh, you know, keep on rambling. Punctuation matters. I don't know where it goes after time, but it matters. So yeah. Okay. Um, we have a special guest. Would the special guest like to introduce themselves? Oh shit! This is the moment to shine. Uh, hey yo, I'm <laughs> Bobby, um, also known as Tranya West online. I've known for being a menace to cis society by looking like Drake, and um, that's about it. <laughs> that makes me special. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what? Not Drake. You know, you i did think to myself oh, he looks like drake i was like this is this is kind of i was yeah, like huh do look like drake it's yeah, views I like from I like the, views from the sit right now pretty much few from the sis just looking down yeah. sis people go like wow <laughs> this is how you decide to live just a few more bits to add to your um introduction just so that the people know just in case some of the people don't know um what are your pronouns um so i go by he him and if you're black you can do this and that nigga uh if you're white skip it i'm fucking (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) yo (laughs) that's about it Um, what makes you special i don't know man i mean and uh, i identify as a binary trans man um sexuality wise i i i am as straight as i can be i might be swayed to go gay for pay but you need to go with a hefty price i mean yeah just market yourself out there you know we're in trying times and maybe somebody out there wants to fuck drake with a pussy so who am i to stop your fantasies i'm fucking dead oh my gosh (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm also a comedian, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. I think you are. Yo, you know when someone's talking and you're just like not expecting what's gonna come out of their mouth. <laughs> I get this with you, Cole. I have never I know. I was literally about else. to say, like, I've been so good for a while now. You this have. is just is this what I'm like? Because this yes. is crazy. Apparently. This is, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Yo. Wow. Oh man! Okay, but um, I, I'm not yeah. mad at it. Do you? Yeah, me neither. 
Thank you. Like, yeah, that was yeah. really well said. Yeah. It was, it was. Oh my days. Oh, I can't okay. believe I'm like that. I really just had to pause and think, like, if this is what yeah. this is crazy. I love that for me. I love that for us. Keep it up. I love no it for everybody. Again. Of course. <laughs> I feel like it keeps it, you know, entertaining. Yeah, for people yeah, on their feet. Now people are gonna be locked in and be like, what the hell is this crackhead gonna say once again? Because that's not a gay. That's weird as fuck. <laughs> He's already called himself Tanya West, looks like Drake, and marketing himself with his pussy. That's not okay. But you know what? These are trying <laughs> capitalist times. We have to go for it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're gonna to have to go into your socials to see what you look like. Cause at this point, they're seeing that they're thinking of a lot of people all at once. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably yeah. very confused. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, but what what is your big three? Do you know your big three? Oh yeah, I looked it up. I had my code chart. So uh, apparently, I am a Sun Sagittarius, a Rising Sagittarius, and a Moon Pisces. So that means that I'm oh. very impulsive, but also crying about the very yeah, very consequences of all the things too. that I do. Yeah. yeah so. It's very fun, and it's it also very hectic. No, it, it's it, I like it. I mean, you never know what you get. I might walk into the workroom and be like a, a, a sunshine to the max. I might walk into the workroom and be like, "Oh God, guys, today is not my day. I'm gonna make it all about me, but in the least positive way ever." And I love <laughs> that for me. <laughs> as long as I am the center of attention, as every Sagittarius wants to be. <laughs> yeah, that's very. That is very fire, fire sign. Because I'm a Leo rising and Sagittarius. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. is a top, top tier though. They're top tier. I do love a Sagittarius. We, are we love <laughs> we we love being impulsive. We don't like thinking about your feelings unless we're talking about my feelings. And it's oh, we have to be very considerate. And what else? <laughs> Apparently, we're adventurous in the bedroom, and I don't know, like, baby, how many stars do I get? Fucking you. From one to ten. A nine. I just heard a nine. So, yeah. (laughs) I nearly choked. Oh, my God. I nearly choked. (laughs) Wow. I'm having a lot of fun here. Yeah, Yeah, so... (laughs) There you go. My Just my simple introduction to my life. (laughs) Amazing. Absolutely amazing shit. I'm just like, God damn. Like, okay. He's on fire. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so obviously people probably would have picked up on the fact that you have an accent, but I wanted to sort mm. of add like a layer to this. So where are you f- like where are you currently and like what is your like cultural background? Because I don't actually know. Um, okay, so my mom is from Spain. And uh, she broke the tradition that every Spanish person have of being extremely racist by sleeping with a black man from Suriname. And she thought, you know what, we're two very hot-blooded people from very hot countries. So I will drop this baby in the coldest country there ever is, and that is the Netherlands. And I think, <laughs> I think that's without a doubt one of the most racist things you can do to a half-black child. But fine, that's my problem. And uh, so currently I'm living in a village that will mean nothing to you guys called Hilversum. But let's say it's 20 minutes from Amsterdam. Oh. And everybody goes like, oh yeah, Amsterdam, I've been there to get fucking high. And I'm like, that's great for you. Um, so that's about it. So I'm half Surinamese, Surinamese, half Spanish. And the reason why I speak English is because, I don't know, I was playing a lot of Super Mario and I didn't understand why the princess was never in a fucking castle. 
So that's how I learned English. Just <laughs> <laughs> stay in a fucking castle, you bitch. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna start crying like in a sec, bro. Like, yo, I'm just laughing so flipping much. I can't remember the last time I laughed like this, like for real, for real. <laughs> Bloody hell. You're gonna get real tired of it, man, because this hectic personality my girlfriend has been going with for nine years. So she's like, she's emotionally drained as soon as I make a joke. <laughs> nine years? Nine whole years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I that's, think that's after that's 10 years, it's Stockholm syndrome, right? <laughs> oh my goodness um, so um obviously you live in the netherlands right mm-hmm. is it snowing over there at the minute it's just a, just one no we just had this amazing storm called i think eunice oh yeah it was amazing um i think i spent this whole weekend at home just doing nothing uh, mm. So that was great for my mental health. And um, just watching people nearly get blown away because somehow capitalism here was like, you have to go on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen like children get blown away <laughs> just straight out through my window. And I just was loving it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> just not snowing. And I love that for me. I mean, thank you, global warming, because if it starts snow- snowing now, I will go fully gray with my skin. I do not want that. So, blessing. Not gray. <laughs> Listen, I have I am the fifty shades of brown type of black person, you know, because right now this is my winter color. And as soon as the sun hits, I'm like near to cold. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I can't wait for the first sunshine because I'm done being this type of gray. <laughs> nah, but nah, but I felt that in my soul. This is my like. Okay. This is this is my, my winter color, color. Okay. This is my winter color. Like I am so pale at the moment. This is yeah. This is not the type of brown that I am normally. That is not. This is not okay. This is like. This is the color you have when you're dead and black. Okay, I'm not supposed to have this color. <laughs> As soon as the sun shines, I'm out in the sun. I'm naked on the streets. I don't care who calls the police. <laughs> I'm getting toasted this bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. But, nah, I feel that, though, because when I go to Zambia in May, it's, listen, as much as I can wear shorts and vests and low-cut T-shirts, and skin is going to be outside. Because mm. I need to come back dark. This, mm-hmm. this is not okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's if you're walking outside as a black person and at least one person doesn't call the police, are you truly black? And I'm currently now at the safe brown <laughs> color, and I don't want that. I want to be a constant menace to society when I step outside. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. I am I'm actually finished. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you are in the Netherlands, um, mm-hmm. I kind of have seen you talk about this like a little bit, but. I want to know a bit more. When did you start transitioning? Mm, okay, so currently I'm 31. And at the age of 20, I saw Thomas Beatty on a rerun of Oprah going like, I'm trans, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh, shit, man, I'm trans too. That's great. So I texted my mom and I was like, hey, mom, what are you doing? Uh, I'm a trans man and I'm going to the hospital in like two days to get my, or the gender clinic to get my test going and everything. And she was like, that's great. Just put the chicken out of the fridge and I don't give a fuck. And I was like, fine, I'll do that. 
I did forget it though. So I think she's more mad about the chicken than me being trans. And <laughs> I decided to play video games. So yeah, my priorities are super great. And, and then I just walked into the hospital. And I was like, what up? I'm trans. And the gender clinic was like, that's great for you. You're going to have to do a test for a year. And that just started my um, abusive relationship with the gender clinic right now. And I've been at it with them for 11 years. But yeah, right now, yeah, 11 years of transitioning and being trans and whatever. Amazing. Wait, hold on, hold on, rewind. What mm -hmm. do you mean a year of testing? Yeah, what Okay, that so this is how uh, being trans in the Netherlands goes, at least back when I was 20, so I think like, what, 2011 or some shit. Um, so you can't, you call the gender clinic. There was only one in the entire country of the Netherlands. You call them up, you go like, what up, I'm trans. They go like, that's great. Do you go to a therapist? And I was like, no. And like, just hop on in. So you hop on in. Um, and there wasn't a waiting list back then. So you just had to wait one or two days. You mm -hmm. go there. You say, I'm trans. They go like, are you sure? And I'm like, pretty much. So you have to do a whole year of therapy with a gender therapist. And they will ask you everything. You get like this big booklet. And they'll ask you if it's a fetish, if you have any traumas. Where's your daddy? Where's your mama? Who fucked you up? Why are you trans? And whatever. Then you survive a whole year of going with a gender therapist. And then they will give you this small paper that says, look at you. You're trans. You're 100% a man or 100% a woman. And they're still working with the binary. So if you were non-binary, they would like doubt you. You have to go to another year of therapy. And so after a year, I got my little paper that said, look at this, this is a man. And I was like, that's great. Um, what now? And they have to do an RLE, that's called a real life experience. So you're forced to come out of the closet and you have to live as the, your preferred gender, that's how they called it back then, for a whole year. Doesn't matter if your life is on the, on the edge for it, doesn't matter if your family might kick you out, you have to do it a full year to be really sure that you're really a man. So I did that for a whole year, or at least I got to skip it. As soon as I came out, I just told everybody I'm a man. And they were like, okay, whatever you want. So uh, normally you would have a year of therapy, a year of real life experience. And if you survive those two years of pure torture hell, then only then you might get hormones or hormone blockers or surgery or whatever. Um, so after doing that for two years, they blocked me on full hormones because I'm overweight. So that started the first, like, what the fuck is going on here? And, oh no, the third, I had a lot of what the fucks with them because they're also racist. Uh, so then if you're thin and you don't have any weird ideas about gender, uh, then you get your hormones and after a whole year of hormones, then you get top surgery and you're pretty much done. Now, plus size for being Dutch and trans, almost everything is paid for uh, so i don't have to pay for hormones i don't have to pay for top surgery i don't think for follow flusty either because those are uh, life life needed surgeries so you need those to stay alive the only thing on more the cosmetic thing so if you're a trans woman you want to have like facial construction or you want to have like bigger implants only those are cosmetic the rest is just there you go you're insured unless you're fat then you're fucked so how easy is being trans in your country right now? The way we just went silent, because I'm just thinking, huh? what? Hold on, like, wait, hold on. There's, there's, there's a lot of things to unpack here. Just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. rewind. Let's start unpacking this bullshit. So because you are not thin. Because I'm a fat fuck, I'm not getting anything I want. <laughs> 
Just say it as it is. Fed is not oh, a bad Wait, word. hold on, but I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, so for top surgery, mm-hmm. I I, <clears throat> I somewhat understand because we've got, I don't know if out there you use the BMI scale. Of course, they love the BMI scale. Yeah. So for, for, cause for the BMI scale, for example, I couldn't currently get top surgery now, even if I paid out of pocket for it. The only way that I could get it is if I went to America. How high should BMI? Because uh, when I asked on Twitter for a surgery for the BMI, you have to be below 40. Some surgeons in the UK do below 40. But it's it's confusing because it's like currently, well, when I spoke to my doctor three, three months ago, I'd like to say, mm-hmm. my BMI was 42. Mm. So... Some people are saying that my BMI has to be 30. Some people are saying that my BMI can be up to 32. And then some mm-hmm. people are saying if your BMI is between 35 and 40, it will be fine. So it's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, so the Netherlands just goes like, if your BMI is above 35, you're fucked. In the eyes of the law and medicine, you are fat fuck and you will not get any help. The only thing they will give you is a gastric sleeve um and i mean that's great i got it it's fun and um from that point on (coughs) below 35 any surgery you want to have you can have it the only thing they might do when you're overweight and above 35 is like a heart transplant or something but even then you're on the bottom of the list because you know you're the fact you get lifted to the top um so that's about it but like medical surgery in the netherlands is like very hard when you're fat but what I don't understand is the hormones. Why would you be stopped from getting hormones? Because when you start to use hormones, you will also gain weight because it's your second puberty. So you will start eating more, you gain more, your muscle uh, will go a little bit more and your fat distribution might change. And for that reason, they went, we're also not going to give you any hormones. And I was like, okay, sure, be a bitch about it. Um, so I think they hauled it for five years. And in those five years, I did everything I had like, uh, those shake diets i went to a dietitian i had a therapy plus a specialized dietitian to make me lose weight and five finally i think in 2015 2016 they were like okay you're, you're still fat but not that fat so here you go have some hormones and i was like thanks so do i get top surgery and they were like ah, ah fatty put a hold on those dreams <laughs> top surgery is not for you so yeah wow that's that's insane. That's, That's actually crazy. so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Man. So yeah, now my final attempt at top surgery has been getting a gastric sleeve. So I've mm. gotten about eighty to eighty-five percent of my stomach pulled out of my body to lose weight. I lost a lot of weight. I was nearly this close, and then the pandemic came back, and now I'm sitting at home eating again. So I'm not not back at my original weight. I think I ate uh, gained about. Eight kilos, you guys can confirm that I don't do stones and pounds. You guys are weird like that. And um, <laughs> so now I'm like back at the beginning, almost ish, and then I can get top surgery. So I'm now on back in the gym and doing all that bullshit to get everything going. Fucking hell. crazy. I mean, I it's know. weird that you have to wait two years because with us, I mean, technically, we're waiting like four or five years anyway for the clinic to even get back to us. But it's weird that they actually make you wait the two years after you've actually got the appointment. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Like, why am I now going to have to wait longer 
now that I've gotten where I need to be. Yeah, but I don't know. They're just, it's, it's, I think for, at least this is my weird theory. It is also because uh, it's fully insured when you're trans. I think uh, what I know here in the Netherlands is a lot of policies, you have to show results. So I think the gender clinics have to show that this person is actually trans. So you're paying for the right amount of insurance. This person really needs these surgeries and all that because the Netherlands is a very result different country. So you cannot just have somebody walk in and be like, hey, I'm trans. And then a year later go like, bye, I'm actually not. <laughs> because the insurance might go like, oh, there are more fake trans persons quote unquote than actual trans persons quote unquote yeah. so you will not get insured anymore it's the same with the gastric sleeve it's also been fully covered by my insurance but it only is fully covered if the first two years i um am no longer that fat anymore and only then my insurance might say oh this is a success so it's a very success different capitalist country which i love it's amazing and uh so if i don't get the results that my insurance wants then they just come back with the bill and be like hey those tits <laughs> give me the 10k because the results are not that great you're not trans enough to get the top surgery or whatever i know that's insane that is crazy um it's just interesting to hear how <clears throat> other countries kind of do stuff like in a way it makes me feel grateful at our shitty system yeah i don't know how shitty your system is because i read all the all the tweets from like jackson and what and everybody's calling it turf island and all that shit so i'm like mm. The UK is not that high on my let's go there for fun list. <laughs> yeah, please don't come. Fun. You can, you don't can come get Liddy. You can get Liddy if you know. I mean, you know, maybe one day Drake just doesn't want to do a concert in London. I might take over yeah. for him and just play back or something, just lip sync for my life there. And you guys might not notice. Yeah. <laughs> probably wouldn't, actually. We probably, yeah, wouldn't. probably not. So, yeah. But yeah, maybe. Like, it's weird. Like, it just listening to this has just legit made me feel like raw like i'm grateful in some kind of sense for this little shitty system but then again i went private because i was like yeah. i'm not waiting for don't, don't praise them if you ain't on the system do you know what i mean you can't know, praise but them I, but, 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 I am, but, but i am on the system because i'm on oh, yeah. the london gic which is yeah. about to be switched to now the east of england gic which has um, been a miracle dropped out of the sky out of nowhere but mm. be like i'm not confirmed on their new system so i'm still on the london gic i've been on that waiting list since the first of august 2019 jesus fuck and when i went onto their website the other day they're still looking at referrals from summer 2017 so that means they're still two years behind and I've already been on there for two and a half years. So they wouldn't get to me for another two years. And it's been two and a half. So by the time it's been another two years, that's four and a half, potentially five years. Oh, damn. That's a long time yeah, it's, it's a long way. So I think the Netherlands is the same right now with the waiting list, also three to four years. Even though we now finally have like five to six gender clinics. Somehow they find a way to fuck up the waiting list. But I think also due to the 
the turning point, the, the trans turning point with Laverne Cox, I think also the numbers skyrocketed because I remember going to the gender clinic back in 2010 and there was like me and five other trans people chilling and I came back the other time and there was like, all of a sudden there's like 100 people in the waiting room. I was like, where the fuck have you been all this time? Like, Jesus fuck. So I think also the, the gender clinics in the Netherlands do not have the capacity needed. I think all trans people are sharing like three gender therapists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, which one do you have? Have a guess. We only have three. <laughs> so how did your family and friends react to your transition? Uh, nobody gave a solid fuck. Oh, well, I mean, I feel like we established that anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, I texted my mom. Like chicken out. Yeah, she like, cared more, more like, about the chicken yeah. than her own child. Yeah, literally, more, more than just like your mom, though. Like, everyone. Uh, everyone. Like, you, how did your dad react? How did like both sides of the family react? How did like the, the homies, like, what was the. So um, basically, nobody gave a single flying fuck. Um, and I love that. Uh, it's mostly because, uh, for starters, I'm one of three children and my mom I don't know how she did it but she got three uh, very wild different children and one was being more troublesome than the other and I'm not going to snitch my brother but let's say he had some activities that were more concerning to the law so my mom had to focus more on him than on me I think being trans was at that moment the least expected bullshit he was <laughs> dealing with <laughs> so you know <laughs> She was like, fine, if this is the worst thing you got for me, then I don't give a fuck. I mean, um, my, my coming out as a former uh, lesbian was also like, mom, I'm a lesbian. She was like, just, just do what you want, please. Just get some grades and just go on. So you can see about the level of fucks for her. It's like very fluctuating. Yeah. And um, I just, I don't know, I just came out. Um, I had this year in between schools and my mom was just, just do whatever makes you happy as long as you just, you know, stay away from the law. And I was like, fine. And uh, I just started to speed run my transition. And uh, I also talked with my mom a little bit. And I was like, yo, I'm going to just be as quick as possible with transitioning and everything. And um, just take your time. Because for me, although this is more my narrative, I understand that my mom also has spent 20 years with a child that was there physically, but not there emotionally. So she had to grieve, you know, the old child that she once had, and she had to get used to my, oh no, she, did, she wasn't very used to my name. I mean, Bobby existed before me coming out, so that was great. And my sister was like 10, so she also had to switch from like, I have a, have a sister to a brother. So I just did whatever I wanted. And in my family had any grievances, they could just come up to me. And let's see, my grandpa was also pretty much like, yeah, just do whatever you want, everything is fine. Mostly the language switch was there because you know, everything in Spain is with an A and an O, and an o masculine and feminine so we had to yeah. like switch that i actually snitched myself the first time when i came to spain and i was like talking about myself but in the feminine form and i was like wait a minute i'm a man i can use the o oh jesus fuck this is my time to shine so everything <laughs> was with the o even if it didn't like match there i was just like ah uh-uh, this is my man time i will use the o for everything so <laughs> that was a good moment but um, I, the feedback that I got back from my sister, I think about two years back, she was she said um, I needed about six years to get used to the fact that my sister has is now a brother, because a I was ten and b you never sat down with us in like an official coming out, you just fucking did it, 
and nobody had time to give it an emotional place. And now everything, everybody's like pretty much chill with it. Everything is okay. But my sister was the only one who said, I do not regret misgendering you. I don't give a full fuck that I misgendered you. I understand who you are right now, but you gave nobody any time or any place to like sit down with it and be like, oh damn, the last 20 years were just like, well, not nothing, but they, I was communicating with a person that was not really always there. So I was like, cool, you know, you just came up to my face and said, I don't give a fuck that I've been gendered to because these are my feelings. And I was like, you know, what? you're honest. And for that, I respect you. And then I punched her. And now we are on the same level again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest, so you have to be punched. Yeah. That makes that's, sense. How that's how hierarchy works in a, in a family with more than one child, okay? I, I mean, you just get to knock the fuck out for no reason. <laughs> Damn, I cannot relate. I am the baby. You're an only child? Oh, you need to get points quick, oh, man. No, well, that's how life works. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm the only child to my mother, but mm-hmm. my whore ass father. Oh, I, I have a whore ass father too. We can connect. Of like 11. Me too. 11 or 12 kids and it's or because there's uncertainty about somebody mm. 11 or 12 kids i'm the baby on that side oh, i mean I, yes. I i have one and i like to think it stopped there but i definitely know it didn't so i'm just gonna i just like i think i have yeah. a half sister in the uk too so maybe i might visit there because i have an amazing dad who never understood the concept of a condom so i'm like one okay. of the 11 yeah. too and I think one is chilling in the UK. So if I ever am there, I will certainly punch her to, to set the hierarchy. And then <laughs> she has to suffer too. She cannot be relaxing in the UK all by herself. Uh, but I think I met my half family, at least a few of my half sisters have brothers, I think a few years back. And I did the same thing. I just kicked the door open. I was, listen, I'm your brother. Yes, I'm trans. If you're not okay with it, I don't give a fuck because I'm just meeting you. I haven't seen you for 29 years. So I will not start caring about you right here, right now. And they were all like, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, damn, everybody's going way too easy. Every time I read online about these horror stories of people like kicking you out and not understanding. Mm-hmm. And my own family was just like, just, uh, okay, that's fine for you, man. Well, I, I mean, like, if you threaten to punch everyone, I think <laughs> they have no choice. <laughs> Right. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> threaten my half family for my father's side with punching. I was like, you never know; they might be stronger. You know, you still have to test the waters who you might be able to punch or not. Yeah. But everybody has been so far really relaxed with it, and I think even my dad knows right now, even though I've never seen him. I think one of my half sisters just explained it, and even he was like, "Okay, cool." I mean, he never paid alimony. I don't think he's gonna start giving a fuck right now if he's yeah, a I don't think child he was or not. No. Offer to pay for yeah. surgery or anything no. like that. Anyway, yeah. so. That would be that would be funny. You know, send him one titty as a thank you gift, but no. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey dad, it's never been in my life, but you know, have a titty. <laughs> well, I have two of them. I might have well just you know spent them well, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Sell them on um the dark web or something. I was thinking about like um, getting them chopped off and then putting them in a lava lamp, you know, just under the, the nice water, conserve them, put some color in it, just let them float around like this okay. cool lava lamp. <laughs> okay, right, right. okay, okay. <laughs> you know, bring back the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> lava, lava lamp, those titties. 
Wow. Uh, just to be uh -huh. sure, my nine to five is being official designer, so I'm being paid to come up with this crazy concept. So just just letting you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. People right, pay me to come up with this bullshit. Actually, yeah, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense why you actually thought of that very quickly. Very it wasn't just something you think about at night and you know when you're lying in bed. <laughs> Well, actually, that's how I communicate with, with like the. I had one surgeon in the Netherlands who was willing to do top surgery before the whole 35 BMI law. And I remember texting them and going, like, listen, I have this big ass Arola. And I'm talking about like Burger King Whopper size of those things. And I was like, can you make them heart shaped for me? And she just texted me back. And she was like, I've never done a heart before. And I was like, oh no, she's going to say no. She's a boring little fuck. And she was like, but it did star shape. So I might be willing to do heart shapes for you. And I was like, oh, that's so fucking amazing. So if I wasn't too fat, I would have heart shaped a row with like a nipple in the middle. And she was just like down for it. Wow. So, you know, any crack, <laughs> any crackhead idea that you have, write it down and just pitch it. And you never know. Somebody might say yes. It's true yeah. though. It's true. Yeah. You, you yeah. legitimately never know. Everyone's a little bit unhinged. Yeah, and I mean, if you're paying for top surgery, at least be like silly and be like, "Hey, listen, can you make like dinosaur-shaped nipples?" And if the surgeon goes like, "You're paying for it, I don't give a fuck." I'm like, "Cool, let's do it." And I have two T-Rex on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're pouring down like 10k to have boring everyday nipples. Like, fuck no! Start being an artist. Start being creative. I want to have like square shaped nipples and you're going to fucking do it because it's 10K putting it down here. So fuck it. I mean, that, that no, would you work. need to and stop because you're like... giving me ideas. Yeah. I'm square like, shaped. I mean, I'm like, that's shaped quite cool. Heart shaped, square <laughs> shaped. Just be creative because listen, you have to pay for getting your nipples tattooed in any shape. But if it's already included in the package, then why not? Yeah, don't do that. See? Now I'm really thinking, I'm like, damn, look at how different shaped nipples. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just go for it. That's so See, cool you're part. fantasizing. You're going like, should I do like the Harley Quinn, one heart, one like, you know, shape like this? Like, I don't know yeah, what the English like word is. Diamond. Yeah, diamond. that one. Yeah. One diamond shape, one heart shape. Have fun with it. Maybe if your Aurolas are big enough, just put in the letters of your name, like CB. Just go for it. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Do you, know what I mean? you see, I was thinking like I write something on there, like my name. LV Louis Vuitton or something. Oh yeah, on oh, Louis Vuitton nipples, I would fucking love that. These people yes. are crazy. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 thinking in the. This is what happens when you think inside of the gender binary. Just go out there and just go like, hey, I can get designer nipples. Why not get actual designer nipples and have two Chanel's right here with the nipple in the middle of the two C's? You know. Two Chanel's. Two Chanel's. Okay. Who's gonna stop you? Nobody. Maybe a surgeon, but you just call Maybe the pussy. surgeon, but I mean. Yeah, but you just you just look at the surgeon and be like, listen, I'm paying you to do this, okay? So start getting creative. I mean, if they if they say no, I can just give them like an extra fiber. So yeah. Here you go. It's you a go. quick tip, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just sign a contract that if your nipples fall off, your Chanel nipples fall off, you won't sue oh. them because it's your own idea. And then you just fuck it. You just go for it. I don't know. I don't just, know. Just, <laughs> just sign that waiver and get your Chanel nipple, nipples fantasy going on. Fuck it. Yeah, let's all do it. Yeah. Everyone do it. it. <laughs> Y'all go, go first. Let me see what it looks like. And then I'll just... Yeah, sure. Well, I'll sure, wait I don't for go. you to go first. 
I'll just do it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm waiting yeah. for. I'm waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. We're waiting for you. Okay. We're waiting for you. But if I get those designer heart-shaped nipples, okay, and your surgeon says no, then you're fucked knowing that I'm walking around it with, like, certified lover boy nipples, okay? I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Not certified lover boy. He has to, like, <sighs> he has to follow the Drake line. Like, come on. He, he's got to follow it. This is mine. This is my main sort of income, okay? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, it was even worse before I got the gastric sleep because before this, when I was still weighing God knows how many kilos, I looked like DJ Kelly. So I went from DJ Kelly to Drake in like a year. <laughs> no, stop. I actually cannot. No. Because the imagery in my head. The imagery. <laughs> Yo, oh I'm God. dead. Oh, oh man, been all of my life. This is just... yo. My cheeks are starting to hurt for a real flipping hell. <laughs> I can't help it. I just look like the basic hair faded, beard wearing, light skin disaster. That's like DJ Kelly, French Montana, and and like Drake. So have your pick. Oh, French Montana. <laughs> yeah, I heard that one too. I was like, fuck, oh, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It really you depends how much sun. A, you could do a whole song with yourself. Pretty mm. much. Mm-hmm. I should do that. I think you should. I think you should. Yeah, should. Yeah. I'm sure. Good idea. Why not? And That's... just get that cease and desist from all three of them and just be broke forever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on this kind of topic, there is something um I want you to like speak on, especially because. I partook for the first time last week. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us more about Trans Tummy Tuesday moment movement. Ah. And um, are we calling it a movement? Oh, that's cute. I, I mean, I, I, call it a movement. <laughs> I think it's a movement. I don't know. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm Rosa parking the trans community or something. But sure. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm calling it a movement, right? I'm calling yeah. it a movement. But like, okay, cool. tell tell us about the Trans Tummy Tuesday movement and. Like, mm. why, like, why did you start that? So, um, the first years of my, first seven years of my tr- transition, I did it all by myself, like no trans community and nothing, because uh, as soon as I walked in, there was like, uh, there was three of the biggest things you can have in a trans community. It was very white, very thin and very boring. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going out of it. And so... I had like no trans idols and nothing to work with. And I just had to like build up my confidence and everything by myself, which was great. It was amazing. Love it. And um, then I remember, I think Elliot Page came out and everybody was like hyping Elliot Page up. No problem. Nothing. And then I think the first picture of Elliot Page came out after top surgery and we were going like, oh, amazing, skinny fit, blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, oh God, not a, not a thin trans person. Like no beef with Elliot Page. We don't know each other. I will never meet him ever in my life. And I don't want to manifest that. Um, And then (laughs) (laughs) I don't see myself Elliot Page vibing. Yeah. (laughs) He's just a little bit too introverted. I will will probably like over trigger him or something. But, and I was like, you know what? We need more fat trans people um, just out there vibing and doing whatever, especially because, I mean, once a month, I would get three or four DMs. Of people just going oh i'm fan and trans too and i've never lost myself until i saw you and i was like that's so weird because you've been telling me you've been waiting years 
for me just to be like, yo, I'm fat and trans, it's okay. And everybody goes like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm like, oh, that's not cool. So I just came up with the idea like, hey, let's all be fat and trans together. And mm-hmm. just so that it's it's fine, it's great. It's no problem if, you, if you're just that because masculinity is way too much tied to looking muscular and as rectangly and as thin as possible. And that's just another unhealthy standard, not only for cis people, but especially for trans people because um, love my black heritage but i have some great birthing hips that will never disappear no matter how many times i will squat or whatever and i just think like you know you have to be proud of that so i came up with the idea of just doing a thread with all fat trans people and out of that came trans tummy tuesday and i decided to do the tuesday because i like the t's all in it but also because you also have like trans mask Thursday, at least we used to have that. It's not been changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, let's not put too much pressure for everybody being online 24-7, especially in the pandemic. So I was like, Tuesday is for the fat people. Thursday is for the black trans people. We have a good week going on. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I came up with it. So far, it's been fun. And not everybody always participated. But also, I knew that because being fat and online is already a tricky stuff. Being fat and trans online that's even a bigger hurdle and you're easier to target by like you know transphobes the entire country of the uk and whatnot so um i get it but yeah so far it's been positive all over that's nice like i decided to so <clears throat> i decided to participate for the first time um yeah i saw that with the week. merch on your socks right yeah yeah yeah. it was, yeah, it yeah. was last week um <laughs> But it was because I was like, I, I took pictures because I was standing in the mirror and I was like, me and this fucking binder have been having beef because it's like, it's like one of those like half binders, right? I decided to mm-hmm. support like a UK company. They've got like the half binders. Um, and initially when I wore this binder, it made me feel like I was wearing a sports bra. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's longer than a sports bra, but because I am so used to wearing like a vest, it was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, I'm going to have to it get it. It was weird, then. not mm-hmm. Yeah. So I stopped wearing this binder. When I tell you this binder is new, new, I've worn this binder maybe five times. And I've had the binder for half a year. Uh. So that's not that many times. Like, I've yeah. worn it. I've washed it. I've folded it. I've put it away. I've worn it. I've washed it. And then I'm just like, I'll just leave it, leave it, leave it. But I don't know what came over me I was like you know what just give this band another chance I put the binder on I put my boxes on which are all Fenty hence why it was a Fenty <laughs> boxer picture and I put my socks and I was like let me go in the mirror and like it was like what are we saying like let me see so I stood in the mirror and I was like okay <laughs> you, huh? you're looking okay cool so I took some pictures and I sent them to my girlfriend I just sent them to her and she was like, rah, babe, like you look good because she loves that binder because <laughs> she's like, I love this binder because I can get tummy time. Like she has this thing with like my stomach. Like she just wants to like touch my tummy. She wants to put her head on me and stuff like that. So it's like- It's when called I having taste. Binder, yeah. <laughs> it's, called- <laughs> it's called having taste. That's the thing with the tummy. Yeah, so obviously when I put it on, it's like easy access to like mm-hmm. like her being able to get to my tummy. I sent that, she was gassed and I knew she would be. And I was like, okay, cool. Because, you know, she knows that I kind of hate this binder. But like she gassed me up and I was like, bro, do you know what? Like, 
these pictures are actually kind of fire still like you know so I posted them on my close friends on Instagram and the reaction I was just like oh you're making me feel a little shy stop (laughs) (laughs) no I'm but a humble man (laughs) (laughs) I was like don't do this stop it but then that like proper like gassed me up do you know who gassed me up Cole Rome like um bro, yeah. bro gassed me up I was like stop 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 but because of her I was like I I may regret this I'm kind of nervous but I'm posting a picture on fucking Inst- on Twitter I clicked post and I just ran away from Twitter I was like okay that's it I'm done with it for the day my notifications I was like what's I was like uh-uh, what happened because I forgot Clicked mm. it and I was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> me? But I think that's also the nice thing. Like, it was nice. It's good. Yeah, that's good there. I mean, I hope that happens more on like Trans Tubby Tuesday, which actually today, and I completely forgot about it. So I will retweet something. I uh, was but, thinking that as well. I was like, yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> That's okay. Mostly I plan my, my posts ahead on the weekend. So I just grab three outfits. I take a lot of pictures and then I just start adding it, uh, editing everything. So uh, I like to plan ahead when my ADAD is, you know, doing his stuff. Uh, so I can skip a few weeks and then come back with some bangers. There's no problem. But because I don't want to have, I don't want people to feel that they have to do it. Mm-hmm. That's also the most important stuff. It has to be fun to be uh you know visible with trans to be tuesday and also it doesn't it's not like it's not army duty man you're not gonna get called up if you're fat and trans not posting yeah <laughs> well I, th- I think it's interesting that you said obviously that people didn't realize they could be confident in their own body until they saw you do it like it's really weird that people don't really think about it until they see someone else do it yeah, but i think what i've seen so far with, with twitter because i love uh you know being chaotic there from time to time if you don't see it but if if you don't think outside of your own bubble it's completely fucked because uh like the idea of i remember i think last year i asked like white trans people why do you compare yourself with raccoons and shit because they like to do that comparing yourself with rats and raccoons and whatever the more like super lefty trans people and I was like why would you do that because as a black trans person comparing myself to an animal after being dehumanized for 400 plus years why would you ever do that and there were like actually white trans people going like I never thought about that and I'm like do you have like no black person in your life ever have you like you're snitching on yourself that you have no black friends so (laughs) you just did that and it's such a weird concept to just be like Okay, so you've never wondered yourself where are the fat trans people or like why aren't there black trans people who have like gremlin or rat in their in their in their fucking bios or whatever. You never thought that and they just go like, oh my god, the trans because the trans community or the image of being trans is so connected to whiteness. Uh, I remember also asking one once again to black people, like, how did you find out you're trans? And a lot of them said I knew I was trans, but I didn't believe it because the trans community is so centered around whiteness and all the memes all the jokes and everything is centered around whiteness so there have been Mm -hmm. black trans people going like i knew i was trans but the community is so white the jokes and everything is so white i myself started to doubt if i'm truly trans because why cannot connect with these people 
So I think for fat uh, trans people, for trans people of color, everything, because the community online and offline is so centered around that, you just go like, am I the weird one? But like, no, they are the weird one because they never stopped and thought to themselves, are we not missing people here? Yeah. And it's just fucked up. So I also put trans tummy Tuesday and people start thinking about, hey, is my group or my page or my whole fucking life accessible for every kind of trans person? If it isn't, then ask yourself why you're being a cunt on this earth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a limited lifetime. I mean, Greta sadly have like, what, 20 years before the earth implodes of herself? I'm not spending 20 years being a cunt yeah. unless you're I'm white as cis. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being a mega cunt. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yeah. obviously, after starting that, do you feel like you've influenced a lot of people to be confident about, you know, their bodies and who they are? Or... Well, one thing for sure, I made a lot of chases. Not that's one thing, um, but I think. I hope so, maybe. I've had a few messages mostly from people just going like, hey, I didn't know this was a possibility. And for me, the most important thing is I don't want to be the only face of the fat trans movement. I want to have, I want to make sure that everybody just feels confidence who wants to talk about the experiences and just move out there because every movement dies as soon as you have like one token person. Uh, and I just wanted to, I just want people to, look at themselves in the mirror, like cast it, and just go like, oh, damn, things are going to be fine, no matter how low the stomach is hanging or if the binder doesn't work at, uh, for the first six times and just be confident with yourself because at least how the Dutch system is working right now is just very fat phobic and you can go to the gender clinic and be completely happy about being trans and suddenly be fucking tackled by life because you're fat and you've never thought about it that way. So I think it's important uh, especially in the future, also for fat liberation, to think about, okay, but what about trans people? What about the trans, uh, the trans body of, of a man? How are we going to work with that and all that shit? So, yeah, I hope it's going to be some change in the future, but I'm not going to hype myself up too much before somebody pulls up this interview five years later and go like, what happened to the movement? I'm like, I made some wild promises on this fucking podcast. There's <laughs> going to be merch. We're going to start a movement. You're going to start a fat riot. <laughs> All these promises on my bulletin board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> Not on here. Do it somewhere else. <laughs> Not here. Okay. Geez, sorry, I didn't know you're my lawyer right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. I've learned from the best. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um. It's interesting because I didn't even know you did this until somebody else sent me their version to post along. But um, mm -hmm. they 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 know who they are and I know who they are. I don't even know if they listen to the podcast. Haters. Um, yeah. I, I'm yeah. not sure if they do or not. But um, they, they sent me a video that yeah. they did with uh, Black Trans Joy and Art Fund. Mm. So I watched it and I was like, this is dope. And I'm so sorry to them that I can't remember their name right now. Just it's completely gone over my head. Is it Falami? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they were the, they were the only British know. person. So yeah, that's how I remember. How did you know? <laughs> I'm blessed with a big brain and a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
from now on, I'm going to be saying this shit. Like, uh-uh. Give me very bad ideas. Sorry to society because I'm, I'm about to be a menace. Menace. Not a menace. Yeah. You always have to be society. The menace society is fun, man. Just do it. <laughs> but, like, how did you get into that? Like, what was the situation? Um... So I have a little YouTube show, a Dutch YouTube show called Cut Mannen. And translated to English, it's called uh, Kant Men, uh, with a joke that all men are cunts, but trans men are double cunty because we're strapping on both. So um, yeah, why not? <laughs> and um, that show is like, I would say popular, but let's say it has a mild following of people just enjoying my content of me just being weird and funny. And the whole idea is that Nobody knows shit about trans men. We know everything about trans women because they're more sensationalized by media and everything. And I was just like, let's have some fun. Let people ask whatever they want about trans men. It doesn't matter how dumb it is or how perverted or whatever. It will just answer those and we'll see where we get. And for some kind of weird reason, we are making small positive changes to society. And um, from time to time, I also like to add race onto the show and be like, hey, trans, white trans people, you guys also suck. And that's how I think Black Trans Art Joy Fund uh, came up with me and was like, hey, you're a, a fun, weird person to interview. Let's go for it. And also because I also discuss uh, medical fat phobia in the Netherlands. So they just invited me and I was like, hey, you know what? I have nothing to do on a Saturday. Let's just do this. I'm always in for something stupid. So I just joined. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair you just enough. ask, I'll be there. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah. So yeah, that was, a, that was a fun thing. I think it went really big and really great. And I hope they can do another season of just asking more Black trans person, people how it is to be Black and trans in the Netherlands and how we're all struggling to survive and or having fun with it and just see where it goes because for me it's a great video it was like really great to think also about elderly trans people and elderly but older the older, older trans, trans people yeah yeah, yeah. yeah because you always forget about it. everybody's young dumb and hung on the internet and that's great but we also have like people who are trans and in their 60s how are they doing i don't know but they also need they some know. help and love yeah yeah, yeah. So, that's, yeah. that's real right there and it led me to your video, and I was just like, okay, cool. And there's all the other ones. I was like, all right, cool, shit. Yes, I like it. It's nice. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so speaking of your YouTube, is there anything else you want to plug? You've got Twitch or something? You want to, you said you're a gamer and stuff, so. Oh, well, I'm ex- I'm a very casual gamer, like, please. Um, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm very great. You, like, no, please. Don't see me, Phil. No, no, no. Um, you can <laughs> you can harass me on Instagram and on Twitter. Everything is Tranye West because I like branding. And um, yeah, that's it. If you find the Tranye West online, it's most likely my profile. If it isn't, at least fucking DM me so I know I can yeet it off the internet. And <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everyone have a weird hot takes about whatever's happening on the internet. Uh, Tanya West. If you want to see anything menwear and fat menwear related, Instagram also Tanya West. Um, if I ever start an OnlyFans, it might be Drake with a pussy, but that really decides on what mood I am on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and I might change it to Tanya West if Drake really sends me that season. This is. <laughs> is there anything you want to add, Kaz? 
Um, no, I think we got it. I, th- I think I think we more than I think, we've, I think we've got more than enough. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you want the answers to life. I don't really have them. What's ages? I yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can. <clears throat> I think, I, answer, I think, in so. my opinion, we got it. Okay, okay. cool. Because yeah. I don't have the answer, so fucking ask me. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Cole, you know, throughout our whole intro- introduction. Oh, yeah. So um, if you've been listening along, <laughs> me, and Kaz, um, me and Kaz are actually dumb, um, and we do this every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, please use the hashtag tea time podcast uk mm-hmm. uh, go back and listen to it again and then use the hashtag tea time podcast uk and just you know say your comments when you listen the second time or yeah. skip to the end and then go to the start and then do it that way don't forget oh. to leave a five-star review uh every time you leave a five-star review you will receive one nude but we won't tell you whose nude it is you have to guess it might not even be one of us three well, actually, you might receive like a little heart shape to signify the fact that we're all getting heart shaped nipples now. So, oh, yeah, this <laughs> or a Chanel nipple, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. That. or, or that, or I mean, or that. it depends how designer you want it to be, you know. Yeah. Okay. You will you will just receive a simple body part in your DMs. You might yeah, think we might it's tell a knee. You what it is. No, we're not going to tell you. It might be a knee, it might be some tits. Both look the same. You never know. It might be my elbow. You never know. Could be a toe. <laughs> Could be. I am no, no. Don't give those away for free, man. Think about the fee oh, okay. fetishes. Okay, yeah. Just no, yeah, just facts. send them in me. But facts. <laughs> and if you, you send one feet away for free, yeah, never give feet away for free, man. No hole, no pole, no feet for free. <laughs> <laughs> this is the law of the internet. <laughs> Not sure, I was ready for that. Wow. Okay, that's going to be my next tweet. No hope, no bow, no feet for free. I'm gonna quote you no. because wow, okay. it's crazy because like people come in here and they say like really inspirational stuff. Oh, I'm not here to be inspirational. You actually just chat so much shit. It's, <laughs> it's actually insane. <laughs> no, but I have loved so much. Like, oh my god, I'm hot. <laughs> my max, my max, been on my lap for too long. I need to open up the window. Flipping up. <laughs> Yeah, if you expected, if you thought I would be inspirational anyway, you should have warned me ahead to, I don't know, come up with some deep philosophical bullshit because no, I don't no, do there's that. There's no man. warning. No, no, no. You have to come as you are. We're not allowed to do that. You've got no. to come as you are. Okay. You come nice. as you are or you do not come here at all. Okay, great. I, I don't know I who's mean, next. You can come, like. but you know. I mean, not for free. No, not for free. <laughs> for free. Not for free. <laughs> not for free. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um... Yeah, you I guys have two that's... minutes left. Run it up, run it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> that's that's all from us. Um, we live. Yeah. Have a great, time. have a great day, and use have the a hashtag. great listen. Have a great yeah. listen. Go back to the start. Okay. Right. Bye. 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 Kisses from the missus. Mm-hmm. <laughs>